0: Savage Bloggers Network podcast, episode 11.
1: Welcome to the Savage Bloggers Network podcast, where we highlight some of the awesome Savage Worlds RPG content and news shared by publishers, licensees, and fans. I'm Christian Serrano
0: and i'm ron blessing in this episode we have so many cool things to talk about we always do though i mean that's kind of the whole point of the show right that's probably true yeah i, I, think so. I would say at least i hope we should, so we should talk about some dull things and see what happens we should we should it'd be fun yeah speaking of uh dull things uh, you got a little testy with me today on the interwebs
1: i did what's I up did. with that Look, you got this RPG a day thing going on, right? And finally we get to favorite RPG podcasts. And one really cool thing was John Dunn on Facebook basically said, "Hey, you know what? I really like Savage Bloggers Network." And I'm like, "Hey, that's cool. Thank you, John." And then Ron goes and posts his favorite RPG podcast and it's not even the Savage Bloggers Network podcast.
0: What's up with well, that? Well, no, cuz but I'm on it. That's that's part of it. But I'm on I it mean- too. And you should think about okay. me and my needs. Right. Yeah. About I feel,
1: that. I feel like such a jerk for even just saying that. I well, really
0: you did. should. So, I do. <laughs> here's the thing. I used to like this show. And then you got this hack on your show that's just just <sighs> loves to hear himself talk. Dude, I'm telling you, I can't get that guy to shut up. You do need to. You, t- you need to because he's, he's an albatross. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like hanging absolutely. around my neck, man. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> No, I, yeah. I picked a different podcast, and and it's another fan podcast, but for a different game. I picked, uh, it's called Spellburn, which is for the Dungeon Crawl Classics game. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Very so, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I get it. I mean, you know, I just didn't want to be like, hey, my show, my, my show is my favorite show. No, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. No, in all seriousness. Now, if it said that's... favorite podcaster... Right. Well, then I obviously would have picked my wife. I was just going to say, Veronica. <laughs> you'd have been in the list. You'd better. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an awkward evening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, so many, uh, so many podcasters have multiple shows, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say favorite podcaster could be interesting.
1: That's true. Interesting. So uh, yeah, so going back to Via, I also want to say, uh, well, you know, again, thank you for picking the Savage Bloggers
0: Network podcast, John. That was was that a reverse segue? It like is. We led with something about Via and then I totally took us off the rails, and then now you're going back to it, and then That's, I'm going back to
1: it because it's a reverse what, segue.
0: Because what's really cool is uh,
1: I want to say <laughs> thank you also to Via for becoming our second Patreon patron. So uh, thank you. That, that's that's really cool. And between uh, Miller, Via, and Charles White, uh, we are now covering our costs for uh, hosting the podcast.
0: For so, host, for hosting,
1: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: And now it's just about improving things, right? Right. Like maybe we could get a better host. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, if we could actually like, pay a <laughs> professional host. Even if they don't like Savage World, it's got to be better than this.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Right. But in a really cool voice. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. With an accent. That'd be cool. So they do have some cool stuff, though, Melior Via. They did bring out the player's guide um, for Thin Blue Line. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah, that's exciting, And right? I was really impressed with how um, front-loaded with setting the book is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of really cool info in there. I mean, the player's guide's 85 pages. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not just some um, here's some rules, go Um, it's, it's good stuff. And then the city map is also out. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. um,
0: And Detroit.
1: Having backed it, the cost for, you know, getting the print copy was, it was so cheap. It was like
0: less than a dollar plus shipping.
1: Right. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm really excited. I can't, I can't wait
0: to get my hands on that map. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked myself. And as soon as the main book hits, man, I'm, I'm really thinking I want to run it. I keep looking at those, uh, Detroit police playing cards. From yeah, that I'm, I'm like,
1: should I just go ahead and order these and start running this or what? <laughs> Probably ought to, yeah. Probably ought to. I'm, I'm seriously considering it. Cool.
0: So uh, we need to talk about another fellow Savage fan. Done right, um, we mentioned him in the last episode, or you mentioned him last episode, uh, Christian Linke. Yes, um, he came back to to blogging, but I'm starting to think there was a an ulterior motive. No. <laughs> No, he's been blogging for a while.
1: I think think he just came back to talking more about Savage Worlds. More
0: about Savage Worlds. Yeah. I'm I'm only kidding about the ulterior motive. But (laughs) but in all seriousness, um, he is uh, part of the writing team for that horror companion-based series of adventures that's coming out. Yeah, the Savage Tales of Horror. Savage Tales of Horror. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. Um, So him and Tommy Brownell so far have been announced. And Christian, in his article, drops a a couple other names on there that are fine, I guess yeah yeah he does they're
1: they're okay well you know there's that john dunn guy who's you know he's obviously really cool we like him a lot for many we like john dunn we like john dunn uh i like people that like me shane shane hensley
0: i've never heard of this guy i don't know who he is shane hensley i wonder if he is related to norm hensley noted Uh, savage world's fanatic right so maybe his name should be shane
1: no relation hensley
0: Right. That, that <laughs> totally makes sense.
1: Totally and for those who sense. don't get that joke, Norm usually used to sign his name as Norm, no relation, Hensley. So,
0: Why, why would you do that? Make them go look it up. Because they wouldn't even know to look it up. Oh, fair enough. Right. Fair enough. They'll just be confused, basically, is what's going to happen. Right, yeah. They'll be like, Why, what are these guys talking about?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so his adventure is called Blood on Ice. It only requires the core rules and the horror companion, just like Tommy Brownell's adventure does. I'm really excited to see that these two guys are contributing to this line. Congratulations to the both of you. And
0: um, I'm really looking forward to what the, to seeing what this line looks like, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, this is kind of a non-savage thing, but certainly appropriate to savage gms Mm -hmm. the engine publishing has shipped pre-orders for their gming book focal point which is the book about making your game sessions awesome yes 100 percent of the pre-orders have been shipped which is pretty cool i am so excited to get my copy so that's that's exciting so now they've covered prepping they've covered campaign creation and now it's like all right you've got those things now let's make it awesome <laughs> right.
1: What do they call it? The uh, accidental trilogy of books? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Right. Really neat that that's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. we've talked about it in previous episodes. So if, uh, yeah, if you go check those out, you'll hear us gush about Ancient Publishing's books and how awesome they are. So they are. They're an amazing set of books. hmm hmm Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So there's a really cool article on Geeken and the title of it is a little bit misleading, I guess. It's meatier than the title sort of hints at. Hindrances as PC motivations for Savage Worlds Demos. So
0: I have to be honest yeah. with this title. When I first read the I didn't read this article. And the reason is I read the I read the uh the title and I said, duh. Yeah. Right, you're like, okay. Oh, wait, hindrances is PC motivations. Everybody's only been doing that always. Yeah, like that's the whole point of <laughs> hindrances. But
1: what's right. really cool is he's actually, uh, what he's really doing with this is he's uh, he talks about a, a system in which he creates these cards, and he has sort of one word that sums up something that, as he puts it, something the PC would strive to achieve, a drive or a core aspect of their persona. On the backside of the card, so it's like a, it's like a tent that you put on the table. Right. And on the backside is all the details, including the hindrance and so the, he gives the players time to sort of read up on that and then they get into introducing their characters at the start of the session. Yep. And, uh, That's and, cool. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea and
0: uh, I think that could work for even just any campaign. What I typically do with my pregens at uh, like conventions and game days uh-huh. is um, I will point people to their hindrances and I write usually a summary of like the characters like biography right and ask people to read those before they game but i like these cards because it's really a call out a lot of people will just ignore their sheet until it's time to play right so this is like oh this is a different thing i should be looking at this different thing so that's that's really neat right right i also like that uh it's also a good tool for the gm you know to to play off of it especially processes oh, yeah. and whatnot yeah it makes it easier for the gm to spot them so he can pay out those bennies yeah i think the number one issue that is really happening at the table in Savage Worlds is not enough bennies tend to be given out because people aren't spending enough bennies. Right, right. Like, people are afraid to spend bennies because not enough are given out and not enough are given out because people don't spend them. And you see what I mean? It's this chicken egg type of a thing. Yeah, absolutely. So so anything that can be done to to kind of fix that conundrum is a good thing. You know what I have?
1: And uh, I'm wondering if this is something that I can use this with. I have the world's greatest screen, but not the big
0: one the the it's the smaller profile yeah, the one. one with like the four by six uh, it's got pages. like
1: six yeah it's got six panels on each side and you could shove a four by six
0: index card in there right exactly
1: exactly yep. and i'm wondering about using this idea with that type of screen and just having like hindrances on the outside or
0: uh or you know yeah just something to that effect or on the inside for you
1: and have the details right yeah there, if
0: you're a if you're a uh veteran gm it Having a screen is still kind of cool. Yeah. So that'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. Cool. So what else we got, man? Jason Blair has kind of called himself out for a lack of updates with Streets of Bedlam. Right. Uh, which is a great setting and a great book, but, but honestly, he kind of fell off the map in terms of Savage World's. And he said with his other game that's not Savage World's Little Fierce as well. And so he wrote an article talking about what's gone on and kind of laid out sort of a schedule as to what he's going to do to get himself in the game and kind of, I think, back in the good graces of his fans. Because, I mean, he's, he's very good at what he does. And uh, life gets in the way. I mean, you know, we, we've said this before and you hear it all the time that, you know, most people that... Are involved in the RPG industry are are not doing it full time, right? And and couldn't afford to if they wanted to, right? Because there is not a whole lot of money in it, and so for him, real life kind of got in the way, and that's that's what's gone on. That's the you know he's he's kind of relearning to reintegrate this part of his life back into his everyday life.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was very sure. apologetic in the in the uh, in the post. He really put himself out there on this one, and uh,
0: oh yeah, you know, very I, honest.
1: I yeah, I appreciate the 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 sincerity uh, behind it. And uh, he, you know, yeah, you're right. He gave himself sort of a, a track, an outline of of you know his plan of how he's going to you know pick you know pick up with things and uh, and start moving forward. Um, and I'm I'm personally a little excited to hear about this because when I did the when we did the hangout on air with. Uh, Sean Gaston, um, he talked about the possibility of doing some additional work for Streets of Bedlam. And so I'm hoping this means, you know, we'll see more of that. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, we are running out of time. So we need to give a shout out to a technically non-savage worlds thing that is still an amazing project by by people that are very heavily involved in Pinnacle. Yes. Um, Jody and Clint Black have formed a new company called Carolina Game Tables, and they have launched a Kickstarter where you can get an amazing game table through Kickstarter. Oh, like, so beautiful. Like, holy crap. I am, I am so, wow. It's I'm jealous. Gorgeous. I'm jealous of anybody who's getting one. I really Yeah, am. And, I, and I heard they had one at, at uh, Gen Con, and it got a lot of oohs and ahs. Yeah. And, and the Kickstarter has funded already. Right. But there's a lot of really cool stuff that you can get. Like even if you just want to get in on it, like I can't afford the table. I'll be honest because I right. got two two kids. One of them's very young, yeah. So I'm paying for Montessori school, <laughs> and and all that kind of stuff. But um, the coasters, my wife happens to collect coasters. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. So the coasters deal looks perfect, and you can still support people that we know and love. And you know, maybe you don't get a table, but. If I can be part of making sure that that company happens and, and continues, that's awesome. Right. And they also have the little bench
1: that you can get if you just need like a side table bench yeah. kind of a thing. You can get benches. You can, get, you can get chairs.
0: Yeah. You can get full sets. You can get just the table. Right. Definitely people should go check that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, so they had, a, they had a early bird special uh, that went out pretty quickly, and they got some feedback where some people were like, I really wanted to get the early bird, but this is a big purchase. I can't make right. a quick decision like that. So what they decided to do is they opened up another round of early birds, and they're going to do this every Tuesday if and only if they sell out all the early birds in, within 24 hours. So nice. this Tuesday, they put them up. If they sell them out in 24 hours they'll do it again next Tuesday, and they'll keep doing that until the end of the Kickstarter. So I thought that was really cool, so awesome. yeah, yeah, and it's Clinton, Jody Black. they're awesome people, so yep, yeah. Uh,
0: so I wish them good luck and Godspeed with that, but I think that's it for us, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. so
1: thank you for listening. Be sure to visit the SBN website at www.savagebloggers.net. There we have links to the aggregated SBN newsfeed, uh, our YouTube channel. We also have uh, links to the Google Plus community and our Google Plus page, as well as our Facebook page. And, of course, this podcast and more. So if you enjoy our show and you want to show your support, just like Miller Via and Charles White did... Uh, check out our patreon page or you can check out the paypal donation link we also have available both of them you can get to from our main website and whatever you do until next time keep it fast furious and fun hey christian
0: yeah do you know why you never see elephants hiding in trees no because they're really good at it (laughs) why do i keep putting these
1: in